This is Chelsea Fournier, aka Your Routine Queen. I help healers, empaths, intuitives, and lightworkers create an aligned and sustainable holistic healing business online. Own your true path. Call it in. It's time to play bigger, but you don't want to lose yourself in the process of expansion. You can ignite and amplify both your purpose and your profit. Tune into this podcast for support making clear decisions that are designed perfectly for your unique gifts, business goals, and desired lifestyle. Ready to become your own routine queen to master the next steps in your highest blueprint to welcome in highest abundance in all forms? Let's make it happen. Welcome to your routine queen podcast. Hello. Oh my gosh. I am here with such a beautiful soul and uh, we are actually recording this. I'm going to be transparent recording this. I am just overcoming the big, the big virus. So um, I am like 80% we were just talking and Jima is showing up here with like 110% rocking brand <laughs> colors and gorgeous eyes. And so... <laughs> So we are going to have the opportunity to talk to a personal branding photographer. Um, so Jema is a visual content stylist and mentor based in Louisville, Kentucky. And she used to have a corporate career. Many of my listeners are like former corporate life and then yeah. stepping into their true path. So I know you have that in common. She was a, a corporate um, event planning and running your own wedding cake boutique. So you were like entrepreneur, stepping into getting all the things going. It's so scary, no matter what type of business you're setting up. And then you started diving into next level. Like, gosh, if you guys go follow her, her brand photography is totally next level. And so now she does brand photography and image strategy and just has so much to offer, so much to offer. So I have the opportunity to have snagged her to come in as a guest expert into my group program aligned to ignite and i was like but everybody else needs to know about everything you have to offer too so i am bringing you on to your routine queen podcast so here we are so we're gonna dive into a lot of things around personal branding how you show up online how to be authentic storytelling so if you're listening and you have an online business in the healing arts in relation to supporting other people through their own journey like you know that you need to show up in order to attract those people and we're gonna help you do that today so Hello, hello. Feel free to introduce hello. yourself. <laughs> I, girl, I am so thrilled to be here. And I am so energized any chance I have to get to have this conversation in general about branding because it's such a huge topic. And so Chelsea, thank you so much for including me in this conversation. I'm excited to dive in. Absolutely. And so let's just talk for a second. In in a world where like, you know, it's easy to say, oh, just make money from your phone or build an online brand or you are your brand. Like you hear these things, right? And it's like, oh, well, this should be easy. Just be myself. Is that all I got to do? Just be myself and post stuff online. And that's a thing, right? Like, I know you must have so many conversations about what a personal brand is. So Let's hear it from you. You're like the expert. What do you see a personal brand as being? Absolutely. So personal branding to me is this simple. It is what your closest friends and family would say about you. The words that they would describe about knowing you, how it feels to have you in their life. It is really about the essence of you as a human. It's not, what it's not is 
kind of your ideal self and things like that. And that is a wonderful kind of conversation to have, but it really is about your own personal essence, who you are on a day-to-day basis and how you present yourself, talk to your clients and how you kind of live in that space of the real genuine, true you. Um, Yeah. It's not fabricated. It's not something that takes efforts, I guess. It's effortless. Yeah. It's yeah. just your day-to-day presence on how you walk this path through the universe. So you say, like, that you make it sound easy, right? But some, <laughs> of that, some of that can be, like, figuring out who you are can also just be a challenge, right? Like, do you ever work with a client who you can see what their personal brand and authenticity is? But if do they have like blocks around seeing it for themselves of who they just effervescently are? Absolutely. So it's kind of it's kind of terrifying. Yeah, just to show up as yourself and start talking to people and and show why do you think that is like you feel I I think, you know, it's that they say that vulnerability is key. But yeah. what is harder than being vulnerable? Yeah. You know, but but what is more yeah. magnetic than being vulnerable? It's so, so and I think vulnerability is the essence of a personal brand, but it takes practice. Like you can't expect to start your business and start building yeah. your brand and it feels comfortable, right? Yeah. Right off the bat, like anything else, it takes practice. It takes time. It takes bravery, (laughs) you know, kind of a combination of all those things. But just like learning any other thing in our life too, the more that you do it, the easier it gets. Well, the key word you just said is do it. Like there's no shortcut around it. You have to do the do and be brave and put yourself out there in order for it to evolve, right? Like, or do you have a secret shortcut to help us avoid the pain of that? <laughs> oh my gosh, girl, you know, I don't. And I yeah. wish I did because that would be the billion dollar idea. Like if it I could was. just package that. It's, um, nobody else can yeah. do this, but you, period. You can have all the information and tactics and game plan and techniques, mm-hmm. but even as your brand photographer, I cannot make you show up. I can give you tools to do the thing and I can give you strategy to make it easier. So you can do it in those moments where you are feeling brave. But at the end of the day, it's gonna be you pressing record on the reel or, you know, taking the selfie or getting, you know, taking the action. Yeah, no, it's so true. And and so I see you show up um, very frequently and very consistently and beautifully on Instagram. And that's my primary platform of choice as well. And it is, it's like, you know, you just gotta, gosh, I didn't do my makeup today. Oh, well, you know, like, and they might see, oh, tomorrow I'm going to be posting a beautiful brand photograph. Are they going to judge me or, you know, compare me or, and it is, it's just that vulnerability that if you, I find if I focus on the value, if I really think about the person that like one person that might see this post that it's going to turn their day around or it's going to inspire them instead of worrying about me, you know, to like focus outwards instead of inwards is a big help for me. Um, but that vulnerability, you can't really avoid it, can you? <laughs> you, can't, you can't avoid it. And, yeah, yes, you can't hide. 
And, you know, even in, in day-to-day life, if uh, what I found over the past five years, building mm-hmm. this personal brand of mine, like if you guys get into my Instagram feed, yeah. I've never erased anything. Go back to the beginning. Oh, I love doing and that. Like, and like, who doesn't, I do that too with my clients when yeah. I'm kind of working on next level stuff with them too. So go back in the beginning, like you'll see the stumbles and the uh, steps and then look at today or look at next week. I'm still yeah. doing the yeah. same thing. Now, does it show up with more polish and consistency now? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, it's my job to make that happen and kind of show you that there's a way to do it too. Right. Um, but there's, there's a path and, and I love that part of the journey. I love looking back five years ago and saying, okay, there was this day where I decided just to do the thing. Yeah. And, you know, it's not about the perfect feed. It's not about the yeah. perfect presence. By yeah. God, nobody is more, is, you know, perfect. Yeah. Um, but what's magnetic is being human. I think. Yeah. yeah. And if you, and if you want to work with those clients who are really the best fit for you, you got to show them your human side. Oh, and I, I love what you just said about that because if you're, you know, I think people can get really, I don't know, just muddled in the waters around like, how do I find the client who's going to want to pay me? Or how do I find the person who's going to see the value in what I'm offering? And what my experience is, is the more I am who I am and teaching things and adding value and messaging people to say like, hey, I just saw you posted this. Have you ever thought of trying this? And just like honestly being a good human being, by the time I get on a sales call with someone, it's not a sales call. It's like, hey, how can I make this happen? You know, and like I love when sales for me, you know me, like I love taking time in sales calls to let my potential client like connect with her higher self if that's going to help her decision or like, you know, to just allow it to be a grounded decision. But it requires being you for them to find you and know you're a good fit. Like at the end of the day, I was talking um, the other day that like really at the end of the day, a business plan is figuring out what your primary offering is going to be because until you can sell one thing, you shouldn't try to sell a hundred things, right? So figure out one thing you're going to learn how to sell first and then who you want to sell it to and how to find them. Like at the end of the day, is that it? It's it. It's that simple. (laughs) God, are the days the 40-page business plan. Yeah, I know. That's so true. And I love what you just said as well. You were talking about, we've had a little bit of this conversation offline too, but you were talking about a sales call. And you know, if you are somebody who is introverted, and, you know, we all have those kind of labels that we've put on ourselves. I consider myself an introvert, extrovert. I'm a man generator as well. Yeah. Um, so, but if you can find those pieces of time to connect the way that you do, Chelsea, or that I try to do with my audience as well, you've pre-qualified that entire conversation. I have the same experience. When people call me to book me, they're like, Jayma, I know you. Like, I know you. I see you. You've got the pieces that I'm I'm looking for. Um, I'm building towards that as well. Let's make this happen. And then the whole point of the introvert comment means you're not constantly on the phone, online, you know, connecting in any other way than exactly coming from a place of service and confidence that you can do that thing for your clients. Yeah, I love that. 
I have a very special invitation for you, especially if you're listening to this live or shortly thereafter when there would still be time to register for this event. I want to invite you to my upcoming live masterclass, Lightworkers Business by Design. This is going to be a live session all about how to grow a purposeful and profitable online business without losing yourself in the process. And the best part is there's two live time slots that you can choose from. One is Wednesday, January 26th, and one is Thursday, January 27th, and this is 2022. Now, in this time together, we are going to gain actionable understanding on how purpose and profit can coexist in every layer of your business the six values every successful online business must incorporate to avoid burnout, how to embrace and build aligned offerings around your signature transformation, and the basic business plan foundation that you can use to build 5 to 10K months on. I would love to have you on live. And you know what? Even if you're listening to this in your future and you're like, oh man, I wish I did not miss that, make sure to go to the link I'm going to share because there may be the ability for you to sign up for a wait list for next time that this runs. So in order to grab a spot and choose your time slot that works best in your calendar, you're going to go to www.chelseafournier.com forward slash masterclass dash registration. So it's chelseafornier.com slash masterclass dash registration or check out the show notes and you can grab the link from right there. I hope to see you on. And like I said, if you missed it live, but you want to be kept in the loop, go over to that same link and I bet you there'll be a spot to join a wait list. And so what is, I mean, I'm sure between the clients that you work with and different brands that you might be, you know, hoping to work with or just like you're, you know, say you're hanging out on Instagram and you come across someone's feed that you're like, I would love, like, you, I'm sure you can envision like the makeover, you know, like yeah. this is, you're seeing their feed and it's like the before and you're like already envisioning the potential of what the after could be. What's the biggest mistake that you see brands making that could be hurting their ability to connect with that ideal audience that they want to call in? So I think the biggest mistake is not showing their face. Period. Oh, videos, <clears throat> I think, selfies, like yeah. Anything. I think I think that's the biggest mistake. So yeah. I've spent a lot of time really kind of paying attention to that to hone my services for clients too. Yeah. And there is a ton of research, and I I don't even need to get technical about it. But yeah. put yourself in the position of you're interested in taking a course like you're launching Chelsea or you're interested in hiring somebody, you're a small business owner, mm -hmm. you are feeling very vulnerable about mm -hmm. not only um, putting yourself out there and up-leveling, but also making the investment too, right? Yeah. Spending the money and putting that out there to take the next step as well. What would you be attracted to as you were looking through somebody's feed? If you can look at somebody's face in the eye directly, mm -hmm. who's having a yeah. conversation with you or making that contact, yeah. those are the scroll stopping images. Those are the images where you're going to get people having a conversation with you or feedback. Yeah. And those are the, that's the stepping stone. Now, in my brand sessions, we do do detail shots. We do do product shots if yeah. you have physical products and things like that, too. So there's a place for all of that. Yeah. But if you are like a lot of your clients are super soul aligned, small business yeah. entrepreneurs, yeah. the best absolute way to connect with somebody is let them see you. Yeah. Let them see you. 
And it's what's sure. scary for a lot of people, especially mm -hmm. with live, if you've never done it before to like hit that sure. record or, but, um, so I guess I have a question for you. If it was, if someone's just starting out and maybe they're like, oh my gosh, I, it's on my vision board to hire a brand photographer, but sure. I don't see it happening the second, like, <laughs> how can they at least start showing up? You know, what are a couple small tips that people could use to feel more confident in how they're showing up, even if they're not at a level to invest in getting like proper shots done? Sure, sure. We are really, we've been kind of focused on Instagram in this conversation because I think yeah. it's a good, it's kind of a good big off point, but this applies to me to any type of marketing that you're doing in general. Yeah. Start however you feel most comfortable. Some of my clients feel more comfortable just jumping on and talking on a live, like you mentioned a few minutes yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, and just kind of having a conversation, sharing one thing about a piece of their lives or a piece of their business. Yeah. Sometimes that's less intimidating to somebody yeah. than going and trying to take pictures of themselves. Mm. Um, another thing you can do, and you and I were having this conversation at the beginning of the call, because I actually comb my hair and curled my hair today, yes. is on that one day a week yeah. where you put your makeup on, do your hair, feel great, right? Yeah. Have some swagger that day. Um, go ahead and take some fun selfies. Yeah. And you can do that very easily by setting the timer on your camera and just taking a couple pictures while you're working. Mm -hmm. Or you can do that by standing in front of a large window and just getting really great light on yourself yep. and snapping a couple of pictures. Or you can also, this is my favorite tip, you can press video on your, press play on video on your phone. Yep. Just take a, a short video of you in action and you can actually screenshot that in the screenshots oh sure if you're like i don't know how to pose what do i do with my hands you like you don't even to have to worry about the pose <laughs> right because you can actually go frame by frame in that video oh. find one that you're in action that looks great yeah. screenshot that baby and post yeah. it so there's that. a lot of different ways and you know to all of my clients even if they are at that point where they're ready to do brand full brand shoots yeah. they still take their own pictures. Like there is nothing wrong. Our, yeah. our social platforms were made for yeah. both. Yeah. I like seeing a mix. Like sometimes I just like looking at the brands who I find most engaging and being like, okay, mm -hmm. you know, I love Gabby Bernstein's feed and yes. there's some that are, you know, selfies of her and her son and some are yeah. obviously brand photography and some where she's speaking on stage. And so it's like a professional shot. And I mean, that's her life. Right. Like it's representing different parts mm -hmm. of her life. And so I think, you know, even if someone has a beautiful, you know, archive of, you know, here's the photo shoot and here's the 32 photos that I got or whatever, you know, like right. you're still going to have other parts of your life you're going to show over the course of the year, however long. Um, well, and, so and that's a good like point. Mixing it's... it in or once you have brand photography, should you just be like sticking with that? Oh, mix it in. I'm not the perfect feed girl. Yeah, I, I like to see a little bit of everything you were talking about. Uh, your point about Gabby too made me think of something as well. Yeah. I think my biggest, I think the biggest thing to consider too, when you're just getting started or you want to be more present in your brand as well, is just remember that there's not one perfect way to do 
purpose Mm. and that you also get to be in control of what is shown. So even if Gabby Bernstein, for example, that you used her likes to show her family, Mm -hmm. she likes to show the behind the scenes on a vacation or kind of some more intimate details in her life. Remember, you don't have to do that. If that's something that you're not comfortable with sharing yet, like you get to do it your way. So when I'm talking to clients, I always suggest pick two or three pillar stories or Mm -hmm. things that you're comfortable and confident talking about. So I talk about brand photos. I give some behind the scenes of my family. And then I am also a gardener and a, a pastry chef too. Those are the things I'm really interested in talking about. Some people are going to go deeper than that and talk about some really personal Mm -hmm. things. Maybe you're overcoming addiction or, Mm -hmm. you know, or you talk about a divorce that's happened in your life and how you work with clients to get through that too. So you guys, there's, there's no rules, set rules on how much you have to show, but if you do the thing where you kind of do do a combination of personal self things behind the scenes and you're showing a bigger picture. And what that does is it allows more people to really feel like they're creating a connection. with you. Mm, It's so true. And, and I think this leads into another question that I had for you because a lot of my listeners like myself, like you are highly intuitive empath, like introvert, maybe introvert, introvert slash extrovert, um, maybe highly sensitive, like all kinds of different things that you might identify as, um, we feel deeply. And sometimes Mm -hmm. just putting yourself out there can feel so draining. Like, let's just call it like it is, but I see you staying very consistent. Um, what tips do you have for, you know, finding that balance of staying consistent is important. So is your mental health. So is filling your own cup. So as an entrepreneur who's saying, I'm putting my personal brand out there to attract my clients, like there's that business reason. How do you balance that with some days being like, I just don't want to post about my life today. (laughs) Sure. Sure. (laughs) I, (laughs) which is a lot of days. It is. Yeah. Um, so over the years, it kind of took me some time to develop how to get into my groove. This is the thing that I wish I had started in the beginning. Um, I highly suggest, and you had mentioned to this earlier too, Chelsea, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you batch content this stuff. Take one day a month, pull it all together, take a full afternoon if you have to, and Think about this as well. Showing up consistently does not mean showing up every single day. And it also doesn't mean that you have to be live while you're doing it. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be Monday. I'm taking a photo shoot. So I'm going to show the pictures on Monday. I may have a photo shoot. I usually shoot on Tuesdays that I don't show until Friday. Like just remember that it doesn't have to be every single day. I had for a long time been posting three or four times a day or three or four times a week. Mm -hmm. And I had this light bulb recently that our nobody is watching all the time. Like we think that people are watching what we're doing all the time. What they're doing when they're coming to our social media is they're looking for a consistent presence yeah. where they can make a connection with you. You can create consistency in one or two days a week. 
as long as you are still posting something fresh. So remember, don't put the pressure on your shoulders to have to be there every single day for your audience because they'll get there when they get there to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then find yourself a day or an afternoon mm-hmm. where you can plan. And I know, I know, I know that it is hard to be consistent in planning, but I promise you it's it so will change the way you will yeah. feel about it. And if you can't do it yourself, find somebody who will help you do that. Yeah. Well, and you know, even to your last statement, until you can have the vision that far out, whether it's a week in advance or two weeks in advance to like think in chunks of time, like I know so many entrepreneurs and healers and, you know, just people creating a personal brand are like, I just can't wait to get to a place where I can have someone help me. But if you're thinking about your post and posting it that day, you're not giving any space (laughs) for someone to one day help you. But if you are thinking about something a month in advance and you have someone that you've trained, like that starts to give space that maybe you could hire someone to help you, you know, schedule the posts or make the images in Canva that are about quotes or, you know, it gives space. But until you can create a system where there's enough time to have someone help you, you can never grow bigger than yourself. Think about all the time that you use. If you're posting daily or trying to write your content fresh daily, how much time does it take you to do that? Um, You know, for some people, I've had the conversations with clients, they get stuck in it for a couple of hours a day. Yeah. And because it can, it can be a time suck. But if you can game plan, like you just said, Chelsea, and narrow it down to once a week, and mm-hmm. also spend that time creating those templates in advance, Yeah, creating a schedule for you. Just do it now before the year gets really busy. Yeah. And, and brainstorming a list of ideas of content that you can go to at the ready. You're going to stop spinning your wheels. I don't, I don't have anybody else doing my content for me. Mm-hmm. I write it all. I post it all. I plan awesome. it all. It's because I love to plan it or I love to write it. So you're such a good writer. Like, well, thank you. It's just, I, it's something I enjoy, but it's doable for all of us. You and I, I mean, you and I are both here to say that. Yeah, absolutely. I've just recently gotten to a place where, um, so it takes me about, what I do is it takes me about 40 minutes to plan out. So my goal is to post a daily six days a week on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so I, and then to do reels on top of that. Um, so like, posts and then reels in my mind are slightly different. So every day I want to post. And so it takes me about 40 minutes to, I use Trello and I go in and I put like the purpose of each of the posts and try to choose the imagery. And then I actually do delegate at that point. Then I can say, Hey, Jen, my virtual assistant who does all my Canva graphics, can you go in and make all of these images? And then I sit down um, and it maybe takes me another hour to write the captions. Sure. So it's like a little bit of back and forth that I did start bringing someone in to help me with the Canva. And if you scroll through my feed, you'll be like, oh, I know when she hired Jen. You can see it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> mine just did that too. Like a couple weeks ago, mine just changed. <laughs> yeah. And the, you know, I love it. And it's like, so that's be, become a fun, totally doable process for me. But it used to take me like, okay, I'm going to sit down. Oh, this will only take me five minutes. And then like an hour later, and my breakfast is cold and I'm still working on a post and, you know, just being in toddler life right now, it's, that's just not, it's not doable. And so for me, the season of life and business I'm in, I was like, you know what, this is one thing I can let control, let go of control 
of for me, but it required me getting ahead. I got to be ahead enough to say, hey, Jen, it's ready. Go take a peek. Um, Think about this too. What Just yeah. one point too. We have over time spent so many of those days writing so much of that content. Repurpose it. Yes. Go back saying that. and take a look at what yeah. you've already done. Because even if you're repeating it to somebody yeah. that's mm-hmm. just letting it sink in, repurpose it, guys. Yeah. But what we're going to teach in Align to Ignite is that if you can design over time 90 good posts, like if you think about it as an actual number goal, if you had 90 posts that were on brand for you, made sense for the avatar that you want to draw in, you should have new audience members in 90 days. True. <laughs> True. Right? And so you can recycle them. You could put a different image with the same caption or you could turn a carousel into a reel. Like you, yeah. it doesn't have to be copy and paste necessarily but if you have if you design 90 good posts over the course of the next even six months you don't have to be creative from scratch ever again really in your that just makes me feel like i feel lighter hearing you say right (laughs) (laughs) i basically was like oh okay yeah yeah because like you know i see you do really beautiful reintroduction posts right like i'm hoping you're you know save those and six months from now post the same one with a new picture because you're reintroducing the same you. You shouldn't have changed that much, you know? Um, And so that, like, I think the more you can envision creating content as an asset instead of content as, like, a renewable, like, you know, I have a little, what are these called? You'll know what this is called. Oh, um, I I was going to call it a horoscope. What is that called? No. What I'm holding up, folks, is um, an hourglass. Yes, why did I get hourglass? Hourglass. Yeah, so it has huge hourglass. (laughs) It was huge hourglass on my desk. It was a gift. Um, And so, like, sometimes you can think about content as just like, it's just going, it's just sand going through the hourglass, and you just got to keep refilling it, keep refilling it, keep refilling it. But if you can actually think about content batching and creating assets of content, that eventually this will fill and you can flip it. Yeah. And so, remember, too, that works with not only your written word. But yeah. your images that you're creating too. Like yeah. You said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. So I want to talk for one second. Um, the program Align to Ignite infuses six values that I'm like obsessed with. I just feel like every online business owner needs to embrace these or some combination. So I'm going to read you the six values. And I want them to wash over you. And I want to hear which one feels like juiciest, most aligned for you to think about moving forward, even up-leveling your business. So the five, uh, the six values are longevity, discernment, design, spaciousness, sustainability, and safety. As you hear those values, which one stands out to you that you would want more of in your business right now? Mine... Oh, goodness. That's a hard one. I'm ordering them in my head right now. Um, I think the one that definitely hit me was spaciousness. Yeah. Yeah. What would that what would more spaciousness in your business feel like to you right now? I think um, more spaciousness spaciousness for me just means more availability. for working with my clients so honestly Mm. giving them the more of me um extension of services beyond just providing 
imagery, um, a real collaboration can happen when you have some spaciousness as well. And so um, for me in general, most of the building blocks of the business are in, in place. So when you add in kind of my offerings and services as they stand, so when you add that spaciousness, it just, again, makes me feel like I have a little bit more space to breathe and create on a next level and be, and be more present and available for the people who I'm working with. I love that. And let's think about this next year. So we're, we're recording this live anyway, in January of 2022. So we're going to think about this year. Um, maybe there's someone listening that actually has a connection that you want or something that you can, uh, you know, kind of collaborate on. So if you were to call in one specific result in your business in the next year, what would that be? What's one thing doesn't, you don't have to share your trade secrets or income goals or anything, but just like, what's one thing that you would love to see happen in your business this year? So I think it kind of comes in the form of having more, more clients taking, oh gosh, what do I want to say? I have so many feelings about that question, Chelsea. You've got me kind of tripped up for a second. Um, what do I want to call in? I think, I think specifically, so I've been in for five years and I think it's just next level opportunity and accessibility. And what I mean by that is that I'm local to Louisville. So the majority of my clients either come in, fly in to see me or it's here. So what I really would love to do is just have the opportunity for more connectivity to a larger network in general. Um, For me, it's a combination of the physical picture taking, but then also the education part of it that I have grown to love so much. And so I'd like to continue to grow and develop that side of it as well. And work in collaborations with more people, be able to talk to a broader audience about brand photography and imagery in general, and just keep kind of spreading the word out there on what's possible. Yeah. I see you speaking on stages. Do you? Is that something you desire? You know, it's, it, it is, um, I'm very interested in that idea and I keep having some of these things kind of play over and over in my mind over the past couple months, what's next. So yeah, I'm glad you can see it. Maybe, maybe that's what we'll be bringing in this year. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're going to close out with a little chat on routine since we're on your routine queen podcast. I want to explore one routine that you believe has truly served you in your business that you swear by, and then one area of your life or business that you wish you had more routine around. So we're going to start with the positive. What's one routine that you have honed over the years? You said you're five years into your business that you feel truly serves you right now. So I am a former event planner in Virgo. So I am very like checklist to check. So that has always served me very well for the nuts and the bolts and the behind the scenes of the business. But my favorite routine that I really kind of started getting into the last couple of years is taking time to reflect Mm -hmm. and celebrate. So what I mean by that is um, at the end of the year, every year, I do a big 
picture and I take a look at everything that was accomplished over the year, celebrated my clients, celebrated the things that I was able to grow in my own business. Mm -hmm. But I also do that on a daily basis. So if I have a awesome podcast, like I'll get off this podcast today and I'll take five minutes to think about the conversation. Um, You know, if I have a great client who connects to me out of the blue and says, let's do this thing together. I take time in my schedule to actually stop what I'm doing and celebrate that. And so what I've really found is that's kind of the energy. That's the generator behind the scenes. It keeps me going, keeps me going, keeps me going. I think that's, it's hard to do for some people to slow down and mm-hmm. celebrate and not just go from one thing to the next to the next yeah. and then beat yourself up about the one thing that didn't go well. So I right. think that a routine of celebration is it something takes- a lot of us could explore. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Of course. Cool. And what's one area, let's keep it real. What's something that feels messy or like an energy suck or a drain or just something <laughs> you had a little more routine around? Oh, yeah, totally. I know exactly what it is. So I think that my biggest area of opportunity has always been in business is the um, kind of the bookkeeping, counting, financial side of things. I always have a good grasp on what's happening and what, you know, what's coming down the pipeline as well. Um, But kind of being a creative and really feeling like I'm in the zone when I am one-on-one with a client or writing or creating content, that is really hard for me. So this year, that's something that I really want to put some time into um, spending more purposeful time in the actual business financial side of the business. Well, and what I might pose to you is that a short amount of time and starting to make routines and finding professionals to outsource to you, it could be like, sometimes we can think like, oh, that's my weakness. So I've got to get really good at it. Yeah. Right. And then it feels like this big project, this big burden. Whereas if you look at it as a project, like you're an event planner. What if you're like, by June 1st, I will have my financial team in place, right? Like, so finding your bookkeeper find I have an amazing actually as um as people listen to the podcast going forward if you see the interview with Justin Boynton he's the only yeah. he's the only dude <laughs> only bringing, guy. he's the only guy I'm bringing because I love him so much he, I know him from my college years and he's been such just an amazing networking friend over the years and now he runs this amazing bookkeeping business and he did align me with a woman in his team <laughs> Her name is Joy. She's so lovely. Um, But, you know, like finding your bookkeeper, Alejandra Rojas, who I'm bringing in, is going to be helping us with like removing mindset blocks. And and so just like finding your tribe of who's going to help you up level. Not that like there's a I think there's a big difference between outsourcing your power when it comes to understanding the money versus treating it like anything else in your business to say, okay, now that I have systems, I've made decisions, I trust someone, I've got a monthly check-in or like not ignoring it and being like, I'm paying you, take care of it. But like, I wonder if there could be a fun way to bring your creative spark into and the event planning, like, ooh, by this date, I'm gonna have, you know, like a fun plan you can feel vibing with instead of it feeling like I've got to become someone new this year. Right. No, I love that. I love, I love the kind of aspect or the, yeah, I love how you're coming at that. 
topic. That's something to think about. I keep looking up as where you guys can't see us, but I have this huge whiteboard in front of me where I write, write down like my mastermind of what's going to happen over the year. And I'm just thinking now that I get off this this conversation with you, Chelsea, I'm going to have to erase the entire board and write by June 1st. And make it fun. Right. <laughs> right. It can be fun. Okay. It really can be. Some of you know, I'm I'm actually going through Alejandra's running a um a free or a challenge, a paid challenge that I am doing with her to get to know her work more deeply because I'm bringing her into the program, and it's been so powerful. Just like having someone who's so like finding the yin to your yang. Like for for me, she just loves finances. She loves it. She loves investing, but she also is super into human design and helping me look at my chart and why I might be feeling a certain way and looking at, you know, childhood stories and things that set in. And I'm like, I'm saying it quickly because I don't want to perceive that I know any <laughs> enough about this to be an expert, right? Scratching the surface. I'm just like diving into it myself, but it's been such an incredibly helpful process. And one of the things that I desire that I write, I have a three-part journaling little series that I write every morning. I write um, 10 things that I'm grateful for now and really with feeling, visualization, and then what I call my yes more please, which is things that I really want to have happening, whether it's a certain amount in savings, whether it's owning a home, you know, like what you really want to have happen. And then um, what I call glimmers of hope, which is looking at uh, evidence, like training your brain to start recognizing things are going in the right way for you, whether it's finding two cents on the ground or whether it's, you know, getting a certain check from a client you weren't expecting or something, right? Like looking for the glimmers of hope and celebrating, like yeah. you were just saying. And, it, you know, one of the things that I had on my list maybe five months ago was that I would have my bookkeeper, accountant, and a financial coach in place to help me feel more confident. And this morning I was like, wait, I have my bookkeeper, I'm onboarding my, yeah, my and I've had my financial coach. Like, you know, <laughs> if you really focus on that as being a fun, because you love community and you have that extrovert part of you, if you look at it as creating like your team for helping your business to flourish to the next level, it could feel very fun. Yeah, I love how you put that together. I love that that was an aha moment for you. Like, you almost re- didn't realize it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, check. Okay. It was a total sneak attack. <laughs> you created it. You made yeah. it happen. But it was like, oh, my God. I yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I love that we brought you on for personal branding. And we've covered so many different topics. And I think that's so appropriate because when you create a personal brand, you are more than just one topic, even though you're an expert at personal brand photography and helping people bring their brand and their story to their feed or to wherever they're trying to bring it digitally. So if people want to go stalk you and find you, how should we be uh, directing listeners who might want to come learn more about you? Absolutely. So take a look at Jama. It's J-A-M-A Finney, F-I-N-N-E-Y, brand photo. And that is on Instagram, of course. And then also, if you want to check out the website, I didn't mention that to you earlier, Chelsea, but it's jmafinney.com. And there is a super fun design your brand visual style quiz on there that could be a really I forgot about that but that could be a really cool resource that just went up a couple months ago and basically what I'll do is it'll take you step by step through where you are currently as a business owner 
and gives you a lot of really fantastic insights on um, how you can continue to develop your style in general. And there's a really cool kind of prize at the end of it as well. I love prizes. So. <laughs> Fun. And I'm just checking it out. So jmafinney.com and it's what is your personal brand visual style? You scroll right yeah. down. It's right there. Um, so, and definitely if you follow Jema, go and say like, hey, found you on your Routine Queen podcast. So she can yes, find us through this Tell collaboration. You're going to be seeing more coming from uh, from Jema, especially into my feed, into Aligned to Ignite. Um, she's going to be bringing some amazing structure and just like oof, amazing value for the students on how to polish their brand. So I'm so excited and wanted to bring you out to everybody as well, not be selfish for my students. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on here today. And we'll talk to you soon, Jima. Sounds wonderful. Thanks, Chelsea. Bye. Okay, I want to help make sure you are subscribed to this podcast wherever you are listening. So wherever you are, if you are not subscribed, you're not going to necessarily know when the weekly episodes come out. And I know that life gets busy for me and it's really nice to get that little ping for things that I truly want in my life. So if you do truly want more episodes of this podcast in your life, make sure to subscribe. If you're tuning in on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a five-star review and thoughtful comment. I would even love, love, love if you did that and then screenshot your review and post it to your Instagram stories and tag my account, Your Routine Queen. I would love that. It would light me up. And if you're listening somewhere other than an Apple device, take a screenshot of this right now, this playing on your device right now, and share it over to your Instagram stories and just say, hey, loving this podcast, check it out. And make sure to tag me because I literally will come give you a personal shout out, a personal thank you for helping to spread the word. So A, make sure to get subscribed. I so appreciate any comments, any reviews. And if you are sharing this, make sure on Instagram to tag your routine queen. And let's connect over there as well. Have a great rest of your day.